This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood along with my traveling partners, Java Chapman and Kamel King, Tourism Development Bureau Manager with Visit Mississippi. We're your number one on-air source covering the people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. Today, we're starting off our trip in song at the Amory Railroad Festival's Depot Music Festival happening September 23rd at Frisco Park. And the music doesn't stop there because at our second stop, we're checking out Eli Lev's Thacker Mountain radio hour performance happening September 28th in Oxford before our final stop at the Great Ruleville Roast happening September 29th. Plus, we'll check out what's happening around your neck of the woods. Party, party, yay! Come on now, welcome <laughs> back. That's when you know you got a DJ as a producer. Right, that's when you know his parents had raised him right. Raised him? Oh, no, that was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> they did raise you. I mean, look, then you're going to call his name early and all proper. Java. 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 My Java. mouth was turned <laughs> a little different. I mean, good music is good music. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. But do I do shout out my parents for turning me uh-huh. on to some good music. Uh-huh. You know, some households, it's, it's hard to believe because my household was not this way. But some households, they don't listen to music. And then yeah. you kind of grow up and right. you, know, you don't know about these OJs and the Commodores. Like, you don't know because right. your parents didn't do it. Yeah. So. Top artists your parents listen to, Java, go. Oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. It's, it's, not, even, it it's not even, you know, and then a close second, Frankie Beverly and Mays. I, I always credit my dad for turning me on to Curtis Mayfield. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I, I did myself on Curtis. <laughs> I don't know if my parents even helped me with Curtis. I just found Curtis on my own. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's why, you know, it's it's all out, you know, the Al Greens of the world, the Marvin Gaye's, mm-hmm. the, um, um, Smokey Robinsons. My parents, they even, they just recently saw Smokey when he was down at the coast. So it's yeah. a, What kind of water does that man drink? Smokey yeah. is, he's getting younger. What in the world? He's getting younger. Yes. <laughs> Kamel, yes. top artist that comes to your mind from your parents. Oh, you know, my dad is a music man. So he was playing everything. everything. Oh, he's, Ever since I can remember being itty bitty, he had a big, gigantic record collection. So it was just always everything. But cool in the game. That really. Ah, yes. That's why you're so fun. Funk. Is that what it is? That's why you're so fun. You grew up on a lot of fun funk. Yes. Atomic Dog. Yeah, fun funk. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you grew up on it. a lot what of fun you? funk. Stevie Wonder. Okay. Top of the list. Yeah. I think uh, mom had told me a story when she was uh, pregnant with me. She listened mm. to a lot of Stevie. And then that was all she listened to like after I was born. And so it's just, it was mostly Stevie Wonder. We took road trips. My parents were in the military, so we got on the road a lot. Mm. And everything I remember from the road is Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. I can see that in your spirit. Yeah, Stevie Wonder. Yes, indeed. Yep. And one yeah. name that we missing, and I know this is maybe a unanimous thing, James Brown. Oh, oh look. Oh, look. yeah. And I you know, quick, Pops used to work for him. For, you oh, know, so yeah. yeah. That's did, funny. I, have a, I have a quick James Brown story that I can't believe I'm going to tell it, but my mom, <laughs> she tells it all the time. Mm. Way, you know, before me, my sister, and the family, and all that stuff, she was working at um, one of the hotels here in, in, in Jackson. And James Brown, he was, I'll just say, holed up in the hotel. 
And, <laughs> you gonna say hold up? And he 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 had he was having a time with uh, some of the staff and things like that. And yeah. I guess it was time for the bill. Time to you know, hey, hey, we gotta make we gotta make things right. Right. And they were like, okay, um, Stephanie, which is my mom's name, you go and talk to Mister Brown because mm. I don't think he's gonna yell at. The, the the cute young lady wow. <laughs> asking for uh you know yeah so that's our little James Brown come wow. on now come on now the question is did he settle the bill now that I don't know but <laughs> they were like Stephanie you go and uh, nice. ask Mister Brown real nicely you you know you're the nice young lady on the staff I'm gonna right. tell I'm gonna tell a story I have no clue about Kamel was held by James Brown as a baby ah, <laughs> that's why the funk is in me. In you. In, in you. me. <laughs> but James Brown is the reason why my dad came to Mississippi. I believe it. Yeah. they He bet. Well, you know, we talked about it, but he bet my dad that he would not uh, w- leave him, basically, because he wanted to tie my dad up in a, a long-term contract. Mm-hmm. And my dad was, you know, very much his own man. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, where are you going to go? And he just said, Jackson, Mississippi. And they said, they will kill you <laughs> down there. Because my was dad was thing. very radical. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, that's why he ended up here and so on and so forth. Well, and come on. Kamel King entered the world. Well, come on with the music oh, history. Brown. That was fun. I, I just wanted to know. <laughs> that was, that was super fun. That was a good round. That was. That <laughs> well, was. I want to welcome you all back to Next Stop. Um, and in with us right now to keep the music going. This is how fun this is going to be. And to tell us all about the Deep Hope Music Festival that's happening September 23rd at Frisco Park. Am I saying Amory right? Yeah, Amory? There you go. Okay, I got it right today <laughs> is festival co-chairman, um, Dr. Tommy Fugette the third. Doc, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Well, thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for coming on. We want to talk all about the Deep Hope Music Festival now. If for those who don't know, Amory Railroad Festival is usually what happens in Amory. Um, and I don't know if it's during this time or if it was during a, a, a separate time, Doc. But in wake of the festival, the Railroad Festival postponement, they are bringing the new festival to Amory this fall. And that's the Deep Hope Music Festival. And how excited are you, Doc, to have this new festival coming to the city? Yeah, we're super excited. As many of your listeners probably know, we went through a devastating tornado uh, in March. Mm-hmm. Our festival usually happens in April, but with the significant damage and uh, our resources, local police officers, deputies, all our all our first responders, um, water, electric, they're putting the resources into recovery. So yeah. it was impossible to respectfully and responsibly put on a festival in April, but we wanted to put something on. We wanted to... Uh, celebrate how far we've come since this tornado. So this marks the six-month anniversary. Yeah. Uh, will be the 23rd. And the slogan for this is a town worth uh, celebrating a town worth rebuilding. Mm. And, and it really touches home to exactly what this festival is about. We're going to take a step back. We're going to celebrate all the hard work we've done mm-hmm. uh, and see where our goalpost is, see how much more work we have to do. But this is just a time for us to come together uh, really appreciate all the help that came to this community during that time, all our neighbors picking up each other, and just celebrate the goodness that went on after the tornado. 
That's awesome. Well, Doctor, first of all, kudos to uh, uh, the town of Amory because that just shows the resilience uh, of your city. Uh, that shows the resilience of Mississippians uh, and us as Americans and as a community. So, uh, you know, that's that's such an awesome thing. Number one, I'm a big name person, so you only could have ended up being a doctor with a name like Tommy Fugat the Third. You know, what I mean? you are not going to be under a bridge somewhere with that kind of name. That's number one. So when I saw a doctor in front of it, it makes sense with that kind of name. It's very regal. Anyway, so uh, I wanted to talk about, uh, and if you can talk about uh, the music history of Amory, because uh, some people may not know that uh, Amory uh, has a Mississippi blues trail marker behind the railroad depot, because that was a central place for blues musicians who would come and, and you know, be ready to go north mm-hmm. or coming back home, they would go through that depot and it was a meeting place for a lot of uh, blues musicians. So talk about the musical history of Amory. Yeah, the music here is amazing. It, it, it's got a rich history. We do have a blues marker that came, uh, got put in within the last five years or so mm-hmm. uh, to recognize some of our history. And, and it comes across all genres too. It's not just R&B and soul and it's not country. Uh, even more recently, we've had two American Idol finalists, one that was a winner that's come from this area, uh, and, and there's plenty more talent in this area that, that's not been recognized yet that's going to come to the forefront very soon, I believe. So uh, it's a long history, it's a growing history, and, and it's still going. Yeah, yeah. Talk about, it. does it keep the glue together, especially in wake of the tornado that happened six months ago? Does that music kind of glue everybody together and keep you all going? Yeah, it, it does, and I think this festival, uh, the lineup for this festival is amazing because it does go across all genres. Just looking, and, and from the top of my head, we have classic rock, blues rock, 90s, R&D, uh, classic and contemporary country, 80s, 90s, 2000s rocks. You, you can't think of a, you can't find a lineup that's more diverse than this, and that was our objective. Uh, it wasn't just one part of town. It was our whole town that got, that got damaged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, our west side to our north side and we wanted it to be representative of our our community how diverse it is and how we do come together and help one another so it's an amazing lineup is there's something for everybody to listen to uh, yeah. throughout the whole day and it's, it's from 10 o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night so oh nice we're gonna, we're gonna jam out all day long right nice. they're gonna be out there for real you've got a kid zone talk a little bit about that yeah the kid zone uh <coughs> Anybody who's familiar with the Railroad Festival, it'll be located in our normal food court area. Uh, we have a lady that comes in. She's putting up five or six different um, jumpies and things of that nature. There'll be kids' games for them to play, kind of carnival games. Uh, we always have a guy that comes and does a pony carousel that the kids absolutely love. Uh, and then he'll be doing a, a train trolley type deal that'll drive around the downtown area for kids to ride on. Um, not familiar with prices, but they always keep it very affordable, and, and we want all those kids to come out and enjoy themselves. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. Okay, so tell me now, why was the reason for the September 23rd date? There is a special reason for that, Doc. Let everybody yeah. know why y'all chose that reason. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, it, it felt pretty good. The, we are in the South, and, and football rules everything, right? But yeah. There are no home games <laughs> for Mississippi State or Ole Miss. And it is the six-month anniversary of our tornado. Right. And we just take a step back, celebrate all the hard work everybody's done. Uh, and like I said, move the goalposts if we have to. How far out are we from completely rebuilding this town? Yeah. Uh, we're getting closer each day. 
Uh, if we need to move the goalpost down the road, we will. But this is this is a time to celebrate how much we've actually done in those six months' time. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That is That's really, great. really awesome. So it's going to be held at Frisco Park, but this is not going to be a replacement to the depot, um, I mean, to the Railroad Festival, correct? No, ma'am. Our normal Railroad Festival is coming back in April. Uh, we keep stressing that this is not the Railroad Festival, even though the same committee is putting it on. Um we're trying to differentiate that. There's things at this festival that will not be at the festival, uh, the, the main Amory Railroad Festival, and there's ta- there's things that are, are missing, and then there's things that will be uh, back at the Railroad Festival. Everybody loves the apple fritters uh, from Railroad Festival. They won't be there. Carnival won't be there. But there's some things at this festival that won't that are new and won't make it to the Railroad Festival. So they're definitely different festivals. Um, but we look forward to, to celebrating our town this this coming up weekend, or next weekend, rather. Right. Wait a minute. Is, is These apple fritters, is this... <laughs> Is this a yes. food truck, a restaurant, or these are delicacies <laughs> that are actually out there for people to buy and enjoy? This is uh, our local churches do our food booths, majority of them, and there's a local church that has made apple fritters. Oh my <laughs> lord! That really took when it up a notch. When, yeah. do, when Doc our, said the church, the church, <laughs> church apple fritters, church apple fritters, and then he's gonna now. say, when "But they ain't gonna be there." A, uh, <laughs> When we have our main talent, our headline talent come in for these festivals, especially the Railroad Festival, that is one of the top things on these entertainers' list is where can I get these apple fritters? So they're, they're becoming world famous. <laughs> you had him at apple fritter. <laughs> I was done. He said, they ain't going to be there. <laughs> God. Um, Camille said, let's circle back. Let's circle back, <laughs> sir, doctor. Doc, let's talk about the help of the community when it comes down to putting on an event like this, especially an event that you all just kind of, you know, put together to celebrate the anniversary. Talk about the community coming together, maybe the sponsors, just everybody kind of, you know, just banding together to make this happen. Yeah, so our committee is only about 11 or 12 strong that puts this on. Uh, And a lot of people think we're crazy because it takes us six months to do a festival. And we're doing one now and then turning around and and starting the Railroad Festival right after this planning stage. So, uh the city has a huge part. They give us all the resources we need. Um, but for a, a committee of only 11 or 12, they're all super passionate about Monroe County, about Amory, and that's what it takes. Is I didn't care if there was five in the room, if it's the right five people. Mm. As long as they're passionate about Amory, we can, we can do this and put it together. And I have a great group of support uh, in that committee with us. I couldn't say enough about Amory, how much they actually mm. do this. The, the, the citizens come out and help where needed. Um, I always have volunteers asking, work. can I work a T-shirt booth? Can I help you with parking? Whatever. Mm. Uh, but the city of Amory itself, their fire department, the, the police department, water, light, electric, all that kind of stuff come together and really help us put this on. That's awesome. That's that is awesome. Now, Doc, tell everybody where they can get more information, kind of reiterate the times and where they need to be. Yeah. So uh, most of the stuff is through Amory Railroad Festival uh, Facebook page. You can find us there, and it's updated. And as we get closer, there'll be more and more details on it uh, on that page. Uh, but it is September 23rd. Again, music uh, will start at 1030. Uh, before that, we'll recognize our pageant winners, our beauty pageant winners, starting at 10 o'clock, and then music will go all the way till 10 o'clock. Okay. It's in uh, our downtown district. It's Main Street right in front of City Hall. It is in uh, what we call Frisco Park. Uh, it's a beautiful park there with a, a great main stage that has been donated to the city years ago that we're going to get to use. 
Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Doc, I thank you so much for joining us today to let us know more about the Deep Hope Music Festival, Saturday, September 23rd. I'm in with my traveling partners, Kamel King with Visit Mississippi and Java Chapman. I didn't ask y'all what y'all had up for this weekend. Burr. Burr. Java. Oh, Java's got something going on. Oh, he no, pulled he the mic down. He flipped that mic down. <laughs> what y'all doing, Java? What's happening, Java, this weekend for you? Washing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not. Clean, cleaning up. Cleaning up. Yeah, that's a good thing to always do. And that's probably what I should do this weekend. Thanks, Java. For well, the I will reminder. be watching the Jackson State University football game and taking on Texas State out in San Marcos, Texas. So, you know, when the game comes on, my TV will be put on that. Um, but I really have my eye on next weekend, September 23rd. Jackson State University, my dear old college home, makes its home opener debut at Veterans Memorial Stadium against Bethune-Cookman. I can't wait. I can't wait. You 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 watching any football games, Camille? No. Wait a minute. You, you said that with a, em, emphatically. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean- <laughs> Do you not anti- watch football? You know what? I am one of the only guys <laughs> who really doesn't get into sports much and like I have nothing when I get trapped in sports conversations that's when you see me unravel because I'll be like yeah I gotta run to the bathroom real quick I don't know all these I'll be like all these stats you guys have in your head I, I just use my brain for other things. It's, it's, it, other stuff is up there, so I'm sorry if I don't know where they, what high school they came from. I watch, I watch football, but you know what I've been into, and it's going to go right against what Java just said. What? I'm I'm watching the Colorado games. Okay. Wait a minute. Well, I'll, <laughs> see, okay. it's not it's not going against what I said. Exactly. But you know, to, to to quote the poet. <laughs> Coke Bumaye. Yes. Um, I, we were we were prime time on Lynch Street before uh-huh. Dion came. Oh, oh Respe- that respectfully. That oh, that rhymes. was eloquent of him, sir. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the song Sonic Boom. Boom. That rhymes. So yeah, that's what I'll be doing this weekend: mm. washing clothes, washing clothes, and watching, watching Colorado. Colorado. Okay. Because I think this this coach is you know he's a little tired of the the Dion Sanders mm. ink. Mm. So I know that's right. He told him he don't want no hat, no glasses. Okay. Oh. Oh, you gonna say oh? <laughs> <laughs> I like how you did. That. I what? won't jump into that. Wow. But well, yeah, it's gotten a little serious. Okay. So I'm wanting to see who's gonna win the game. You want to see some fights? No. Yes, you do. God. You're violent. No. Fireworks. Yeah. Want to see the fireworks on the field? <laughs> we will talk about the fights after five. <laughs> well, guess what? Visit Mississippi is doing next week, and I will not be with you next week, unfortunately. Oh yeah, and then I'll. Tell Tell you what we're doing, but yeah, you go first, please. <laughs> <laughs> we will be representing at Atlanta Food and Wine once again, okay. dominating at Atlanta Food and Wine. Uh, we will be out. It, it is next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, we've got five partners going with us, so uh, bringing their chefs. Uh, we will also have the day before the festival uh, another VIP media event that our ad agency and marketing uh, shout out to them. Mm-hmm with uh, uh, 
Mississippi Development Authority. So when he we says will be another, taking over Atlanta <laughs> with our food. When he says another VIP event, that means the public is not invited. <laughs> if you're that not media. Vel- that will be velvet ropes. I'm not even invited Clo- to that Closed one. doors. Right, right. <laughs> Too fun, too fun. Okay, so this is what we're doing. What are you guys doing? Next week, when you're gone from a next stop, Mississippi. What's that? Guess what? We're going on the road. Where? Without you. Why? To Hattiesburg for the Rise Hot Air Balloon Festival. Man, I hate I'm going to miss that. I know. Shout out to Marlo out there in Hattiesburg. I Marlo know. Dorsey doing I heard that thing. was supposed to be on your bucket list. Yeah, I was You know, I, I keep telling y'all, I'm going to order a hot air balloon off eBay, and when I'm going to pull it up, then they're going to have to gas <laughs> me up. You know, it, You're going to make we it up there. three feet up off the ground. Hey, I got good insurance. <laughs> a used hot air balloon. A, yeah, a used off eBay. With a, with a return guarantee, so it better be right. It's pre-owned and everything. Well, we will be having fun and flying high, literally. We're going to um, broadcast live, literally from the hot air balloon basket. Man, I'm going to miss that. Yep. Why didn't you reschedule? Broadcast live. We've got a VIP ride. Okay. <laughs> no need to tout Which means taunt. the public has to come, of course, when the gates open, but we get a special ride in the hot air balloon festival but the um 2023 dates for the balloon festival rise in hattiesburg will be happening friday september the 22nd through sunday the 24th 5 p.m to 5 p.m um both of those 5 p.m's are there at the forest county multi-purpose center um so this is going to be awesome there are um weather um it is weather dependent so if it's raining you can't go up in the balloon or mm. if it's like mm. a too too windy, maybe. Or if it's oh well, y'all just make sure we you're we're li- not in Chicago, so I think we'll be fine. Y'all make sure y'all life insurance policies are paid. <laughs> I think I'm we'll be fine there. But included um, in the festivities is an indoor vendor market, art exhibit, food trucks, and live entertainment, and that will be happening, rain or shine. So well. there is going to be something for everybody. And um, not to say we hope it doesn't rain because we have been needing some rain. But yes. on Friday, September 22nd, from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m., it shat, not rain. It shat. <laughs> <laughs> Spell it. S-H-A-N-T. I knew it. Okay. Good, good, good deal. And up next for what's happening around your neck of the woods, I just slipped right in there real quick. The Blue Front Cafe is having their 75th anniversary. They're turning 75 years yes. old. Jimmy Duck home. So Jimmy Duck will be performing 7 p.m. Sun Pop. And the Louisiana Sunspots will perform at 8 p.m. Friday, September 15th. Um, there is an opener for that uh, date as well. And then Saturday, September the 16th, they do it all over again. And the Delta Get Down will be performing Red Meat Rhetoric. That's a, such a great name. It is. They will be performing. Um, and there will be a special guest coming all the way from Canada. So, yep. Blue Front Cafe, if you have never been, it's in Bentonia, Mississippi, and they are celebrating their 75th anniversary. Happy birthday, Blue Front Cafe. Yes, yes. Happy birthday. Okay, MPB, before we get to Eli Lev, I know everybody's excited. Hold on one second. <laughs> MPB is having their Workforce Wednesday, Wednesday, September the 20th, 1130 until 1230 p.m., making education, health, and technology available for 
All is the topic. And Dorlisa Hutton, Executive Chief Operations Officer um, for SR1, will be the presenter for that. And that's going to be happening right here at Mississippi Public Broadcasting. We're at 3825 Ridgewood Road in Jackson. For more information, you, of course, can check out our online events calendar. And then the Mighty Roots Festival oh, man. is happening in our, well, one of our favorite cities. I'm not going to make it the favorite mm-hmm. favorite, but one of our favorite cities that I have not forgotten since I've left. I love them now. Um, and they they actually keep promoting um, our visit. So oh, they'll, they'll run some of the photos back on their Instagram page and yes. everything. So um, shout out to Clarksdale and Bubba and all of them out there. The second annual Mighty Roots Festival is coming. It's a mix of Americana Blue and indie music, and it takes place at the historic Stovall Farms just outside of Clarksdale. So Mighty Roots Festival 2022, Friday, September the 22nd through Saturday the 23rd in Clarksdale. My man Steve Azar. You know everybody. Man, that's my guy right there. Shout out to Steve Azar. And then finally, let's get into what's happening around your neck. As you flick your braids backwards. Wow, they were in my eyesight. (laughs) Um, On the line with us now to tell us all about his performances at not only one, but two venues. September 23rd's Thacker Mountain Radio Hour in Oxford and October the 4th's Hub City Beers Hattiesburg Show is Eli Lev. Eli, welcome. Welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Thanks for having me. And I'm going to add one more October 5th at Switchyard in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Look at you. you. Look at you. I said not one, but two, but it's three. Booked and busy. There you go. Congratulations, (laughs) Eli. I just want to give you all the accolades for everything you've done. I, in the in the genre of pop and country and all of your albums and everything you've put out, how proud are you, one, to be going and performing at Thacker Mountain Radio Hour? And how long have you just been doing this? <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. I'm incredibly proud. And I just I love y'all. I love that you're giving me, you know, the space to, to speak and to connect with your audience. And I have such a fun time uh, when I'm on this show. So, you know. Mississippi, my, my mom was actually born in Oxford, Mississippi. So okay. I've got roots um, to the state. And the more I go back there, the more I, I love my time there. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to be back. And um, it's been an epic journey. It's been seven years as an independent musician now. Um, yesterday, so my seven-year anniversary. Congratulations. Talk about some of the highs and the lows of being an yes. independent musician. Mm-hmm. I know that's not the easiest life, but a lot of people choose it. What 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 do you feel that that's going on? I'm sorry, I can't get it out today. Yeah, the the high is definitely the live performance. Right <clears throat> when you're connecting with folks and people are smiling and laughing and clapping and singing along, that's the best, mm-hmm. right? Everything that goes into that and making that event happen is very difficult, very challenging, but, you know, it takes a certain kind of person to put themselves out there and just, like, go for it, you know, day after day and, you know, just keep following the dreams. And I thought that I might be that kind of person, and I've, I've been enjoying it um, up until now. So I'm doing it because I love it. You yeah. know, there's, there's a love here uh, just for the music and really connecting with people, hearing their stories and, you know, sharing sharing songs with uh, with a community, really, around music. Right. Talk about how the Thacker Mountain Radio Hour performance was birthed. When did you get that call? Or when did you make that call? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got email, honestly. 
Um, so I, you know, that's how I book my uh, my shows. So Back Mountain Hub City Beers in Hattiesburg, Switchyard, Mississippi. And if you can believe this, this just came in, uh, Blue Canoe in Tupelo, Mississippi. Oh, on nice. October. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. I, so, I've seen Blue Canoe. Yeah. yeah, that's a good venue. Seen it. I think it was in Blue Canoe. I did. Mm-hmm. We ate at Blue Canoe. Mm-hmm. We did, too, when we went up to Tupelo for the um, Elvis Festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great place to go, Eli. So, I'm, and, you know, it's really just like persistency. I call it polite persistence. There you go. That is that is the uh, the name of the game for um, getting shows and, you know, connecting with the right place that, that want to have the kind of music that I provide. Right. Explain to everybody the music that you provide. So, Indie Folk Americana, what is that and yeah. what is that sound? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I like to kind of make a little metaphor. It changes every time, but I'll, I'll do this for you. It's, uh, it would be like Johnny Cash and John Denver in the car with Stevie Nicks and Jason Mraz in the back going to pick up Ed Sheeran and <laughs> I love it. I love it. That was so complicated. All I want to do is just hear it. I need that description every time from yes. an artist. That's a t-shirt. Like, let's go pick up the, let's, yes. yeah, let's go do that. Yes, that was great. That is too great. So talk about your, your most current albums. What is the one that we need to pick up? Yeah, so my latest album is called Walk, Talk, Dance, Sing. And uh, it's essentially like a, a pandemic mixtape. I don't know if y'all remember cassettes back in the day making mixtapes. Oh, definitely. Uh, yes, We're right in that age yes, range. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote the name. You wrote the names of the song on the back. You know, you gave yes. it to someone. You solidifies like, our relationship. Forever. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Because it took you time to make those mixtapes. You had to wait exactly. until the song came on the radio. Yes, with the <laughs> tissue or the t- paper over it. Right. <laughs> the tape over it. You had thing. to wait. <laughs> Eli, I would love to know, what is your writing process? You know, uh, uh, having been in this game so long, how do you get into the groove of writing your songs? Yeah, it's it, it changed um, over the years. You know, it used to start with some chords, and I would kind of sing some nonsense words, and then I'd make it a song, and... But now I've really moved towards writing for titles, if you mm. can believe it. Mm. I'll uh, like a name or two words together. That's awesome. Expression, and then I'll write the song for that title and for that expression and see what happens. So it's, it's been really developing. I also do a lot of co-writes, yeah. and that always uh, challenges me to write songs that I wouldn't necessarily alone. So um, I, I like doing those as well. Is it hard to write songs? I I can come up with words, but I just don't know. It's it's poetry kind of mm-hmm. writing, right? Mm-hmm. Is so that... interesting. There's this mystical quality. You know, they call it the muse, you could say. Sometimes the muse is with you, and sometimes you're just, where is the muse? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I found that I write best when I listen. Mm. Uh, when I open up and I, I can hear melodies or like ideas coming, there's this weird kind of river of creativity just kind of floating through time. I don't know how to uh, describe it, but whenever I can listen and open myself up more, that's when the really inspiration comes and I can, you know, really begin writing. Right, right. Did you set out any goals, you know, as a musician? Um, or, or is it one of those things where you just walk the path that's in front of you every day? You know, I think it's a little bit of both. There's a lot of just being present, whatever is the challenge, whatever the day uh, on tour, you know, let's do that. Um, but I do have a goal of, you know, when, when I first started, my goal was just to get 
any gigs <laughs> to mm-hmm. let me play. Mm-hmm. Then it was, okay, let's expand. And I'm from, you know, Maryland, so let's go to, you know, D.C., let's play Virginia. And then I expanded regionally, and then now I'm doing cross-country tours. Um, and I would say the next step for me would be booking uh, international tours in mm-hmm. Europe and South America abroad. So that would be the next step. That would be my next goal. If you would uh, tell people what is the most difficult part of being on the road, because it's all glamorized and everybody thinks yeah. that it's all fun. <laughs> but tell them about the real about being on as the road. As long as I don't heart? have to drive, I would that's be great on the, the road. road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the real thing. It's the driving. It's like six, seven, eight-hour days yeah. driving sometimes. Sometimes I joke I'm just a professional driver that plays music every night. Mm. Um, I know what it is. Um, and to be totally honest, people do tours different ways. Um, the way I do tours is, you know, I'm drinking water. I am, uh, I'm eating veggies. I'm uh, getting sleep. I'm uh, not drinking at venues if I can because my voice will be affected by that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I want to give 100% of what I'm able to do to my audience every night. Uh, in order to do that, I've got to be like, you know, super healthy and really just kind of, you know, keep keep my own health, my physical, mental and spiritual health in mind every day on tour. But it's mm. so easy to just get some wings and fries and go to bed. I ain't right. even on tour and I want wings and fries in bed. I know. Crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Well, Eli, I just enjoy talking to you. Reiterate again the dates because these three dates are out there. September 23rd, October the 4th, and then October the 5th, you said, correct, right? Yep. So in Hattiesburg on October the 5th, I'll be at Hub City Beers. Um, on October the 5th in Hattiesburg, I'll be in Switchyard. Um, and then on October 24th, Tuesday, I'll be at Blue Canoe. On Tupelo, at Tupelo, and all of these are on my website, eli-lev.com. I've got a nice virtual tour map there, so you can just pick out a spot and get some more information on it. That's awesome. Eli, thank you so much for joining us on Next Stop Mississippi. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jermaine Flood, in with my favorite traveling partners, Java Chapman and Kamel King with Visit Mississippi. Kamel, You know what's fun about traveling? You're so already put together. You have groceries. You have all your stuff in a line. Mm. (laughs) And I have nothing like that. Me? I come in with a garbage bag of clothes. (laughs) I've been on the road for a long time. Kamal, he is definitely. Tell tell, tell Java how I roll. He definitely is on the road like a pro, though. (laughs) I mean, I didn't already stop by Dollar General. Right, it on looked the way. like it looked like I had walked into his house in Clarksdale. <laughs> I was like, "So you got milk and cereal?" Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Can. He's that, that, that. Those are pro moves when yes. you are able to stock self-stock your hotel room. Yes, then yeah. That's, let that's me tell a pro you what else. Let me tell you what else is a pro traveler move. When there is a washing machine and a dryer yes. in your room, and you use and it, and I used it. I did use it that night. I, I'm like, when did you pull up? Six hours ago? Yeah. You've got laundry going. I had laundry like pre, pre-stained, uh, uh, <laughs> pre-washed stain treatment and everything. 
Like for real. That's, you, that's next. <laughs> I, I, I mean, hey, come here. I, I, I go places, but that's next level, brother. Thank you, that's brother. Next level. Kamal yeah. settles in. He settles in. He. It's not a hotel yeah. room. It's not. Yeah. No, it's his house. For As, that night, for, that for, night. I, for all those nights. <laughs> but you know where that came from? I came out of law school, tour managing and road this. managing for the Williams brothers. Okay, so and you so had to get I, used to I it. I was gone every weekend, and you learn all the wrong things to do when you're thrown out there like that. So, yeah. Kamal is the type that will <laughs> open up those drawers that nobody uses. And use them. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. hang things on those hangers. I do. Nobody hangs things yes, on. Yes, I do. <laughs> the first thing I do is unload that toiletry bag. I spread it all out on, on the sink. We are here, baby. I think we need a, a travel, a Kamel's travel guide <laughs> training session. Now, that would be God. something. Now, now, I do, now, see, now I have a question. Does it depend on how long you're going to be in a place, or mm-hmm. do you just have your routine, no matter if you're going to be there, basically eight hours, maybe ten Kamel, hours, Kamel or, a, or two or three days? Kamal could be going hour by hour, four hours. He already... <laughs> you're going to come in, you're going to unpack, and you're going to... I'm going to set it right. i got to set it right. Too funny. Well, yes. let's get back on the road. And here to tell us about the great Ruleville roast that Kamel will go to and act like he's lived there forever. <laughs> Happening September 29th is roast representative Kimberly Eastland. Kimberly, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you very much. Good morning. Good morning. Um, just killing me. We are just too silly. <laughs> Don't mind us. We are silly. Kamel is hungry, though, Kimberly. I am hungry. Um, so you're going to have to start with the list of food. Yes. <laughs> Start there. I started writing it down when we, when we started. I was like, let me write down all our vendors. So. I love it. I love it. What are we eating at the Great Ruleville Rose, Kimberly? Okay. So we do have a lot of food vendors. We've got, you know, of course, we're going to have a snow cone stand there. Then you have to have a snow cone stand. And um, we usually have, like, Catfish Cabin from Cleveland will come over. Oh, yes. And they'll have the fried catfish and the fried chicken. Oh, yes. And we um, we have a couple other vendors from around, and they'll have different, um, like, crawfish say dishes. We have some oh, yes. really different vendors <laughs> that come with their food trucks. And then our um, Ruval Fire Department, they cook... Um, like pulled pork barbecue, and they do sandwiches and hamburgers, mm, mm, and it's mm. like a fundraiser for them every year. And that barbecue is fantastic, and you have to get the one with the swallow on it because it is the best one. Mm, 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 yeah, mm, mm. you had me at Catfish Cabin. I'm, they I'm throw telling you, down. I know, and it, that is the best. And then we also have the usual <laughs> vendors that come that have the funnel cakes and the pork rinds and the nachos Ooh, and all nachos. that kind Thank of stuff. You. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can't come to any kind of fall festival without getting a funnel cake. You Thank know, you. With the powdered Thank sugar on the top, so it's all over your face and you're sticky for the rest of the day. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You get that on the way out. You get, that's, that's how I do. On the way out. 
<laughs> so the cough good and sticky on the way home. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah that's yeah. worth it. So look, right when she started listening out, my brain said, find a way to get to Ruleville. I know, right? And I pulled the map up. Yes. <laughs> it's not too far. And if you want to know where it is, it's right outside of Cleveland, right up the yeah. street kind of from Indianola, right that's around right. the corner from Leland. Mm. And you will run into the whole hog pool pork ribs and uh, more at the Ruleville Roast. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. How many years have you all been doing this roast, Kim? So we've been doing the Ruleville Roast that we have now for, this is our 17th year that it's been going on. Ruleville's been actually having like a fall festival for about 50 years. Yeah. But the Ruleville Roast like we have now with our Memphis um, uh, Barbecue Network sanctioned competition, this one's been going on for 17 years. Mm. Right. Wow. Right. And the Barbecue and Network, it comes with a battle, right? Is this part of the it, Delta Barbecue battle? It is. It's part of the Delta Barbecue battle. There are five separate um, competitions that go on that are part of that. And we are the fourth one. It started with the Peavine Festival that was in Boyle. Mm. And then you had the Q on the Yazoo in Greenwood. And then next weekend, you've got Delta State Pig Picking, you know, in Cleveland. And mm. then us. And then it ends with the Mississippi Delta Barbecue uh, State Championship, which is at Cleveland Oktoberfest, which is another Man. one that you, you know, you can't miss that one. I got to put a plug in, you know, for, for all of them, actually. You know, if you've missed the first couple, you've got to, you know, you got to hit Pig Pickin' and us and then Oktoberfest. And the winners get a really good bit of prize money on this because you've got your championship level and then like your patio level and um in this competition and the the championship they get ten thousand dollars for the delta barbecue battle and then the patio division they three thousand dollars but you know it's more about the trophies because every every competition and and every um uh like ours everyone has a different type of trophy and ours are very unique in Ooh. that they are cypress knees that are, you know, hand cut. And they are made by David Wardlow at Cleveland Trophy. And he takes them and strips them down and bleaches them out in the sun wow. and starts in May making these for us. And oh, then he starts man. a really long staining process. And to have them ready for us in September. And they are absolutely gorgeous. So There's a lot of swine on the line. Come on I'm now. telling you. Well, I'm wait telling a minute. You. I didn't know trees had knees. Of course they do. Sorry. Did. You just not I couldn't help myself. Enough. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't Kamel. know nothing about trees knees either, Kamel. I'm with you. I didn't know they had knees either. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, guys. That's the nerd in me. I'm sorry. No, that's just me asking a question, too, because they have knees or, or not. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Don't act like you don't want to look at me right now because you know I got I a question. Got you know I got a question. I'm so sad I'm not there. I know. This is too silly. This is so silly. But listen, when it comes down to the state cook-off um, competition, talk a little bit about the one bite rice contest. Yeah, what is that about? You get one okay. bite? So on on the Friday night, everything we have our sponsor dinner on Thursday night for for all of our sponsors. On Friday night, everything starts off at six thirty, and and we have the Cracker Jacks, the Party Band of the South is going to play. But we have a couple things that um, 
are special to us, and we have two Brooks Rice sponsors, the Anything Rice. Um, it's a little side competition that we do on Friday night, that, and they provide the rice, and they can, and the um, competitors can submit any type of rice dish, and it, it's a, it's a one-bite rice um competition and the judges judge that one. <laughs> so and they then just take one wait more. Kimberly, they just take one bite. <laughs> I'm pretty sure That's... if it was if I was a judge, I would probably have to take more than one bite. Yeah. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mama bring but your dirty rice to it, the competition they do and shut call it down. It's the one bite right rice. That's right. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Okay. That's all the chance they get to figure out if you got the best Just rice. One or not. bite. Okay. That's right. You get the one bite. Got yes. you. Got you. Got you. Mom, can you make dirty rice this Sunday? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fantastic? Oh, yes. <laughs> you talking to her right now, Mom? Claus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so silly. We also added in last year two other. Um, th- um, little competitions on that Friday night, which is, one is an all American Robin Burger for that, uh, lady that was a member of our, uh, Chamber of Commerce. She was on the Chamber Board, Robin Marlowe, and that hamburger was her favorite thing to eat mm. when she went out to dinner. So we have them, and she was a very special member of the Chamber and, and was an integral part of the festival. And so we added that in honor of her, and then we also did, um, a hot wings challenge in ah. honor of Butch Jenkins, who was a former former fire chief and so mm. that's uh that's kind of the the fire department wanted to add that in so they have a hot wings challenge and it those took off last year i mean they were he everybody wanted to take part in those yeah i would so love to just the, sit there and watch, watch them it, do that yeah. yeah i'll just enter so i can get eat like 12 wings and i'll be like oh i didn't win sorry <laughs> Oh, I, but my meal's right. free. Yeah, but it was good anyway. <laughs> right. yeah, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to win. I didn't want to win. Jump. No, I just needed about twelve fried hard <laughs> with a little rice on the side. With a little rice on the side. Thank you. Uh, one bite. But listen, <laughs> the growth over seventeen years, the Ruleville roast. How much growth have you seen over time? We really have seen a lot. The barbecue competition, which is which is the heart of it, gets bigger every year, and mm. we we grow and grow. We're always kind of having to add more electrical outlets for the for the teams' um, uh, setups and and more water outlets, and so which it's growing bigger every year, which we love, you know. And we we have more and more vendors come for arts and crafts and um, different types of. People bring canned, like canned vegetables and jams and bellies and things like that and jewelry and clothing and stuff. So we look forward to it every year and we want to make it bigger and bigger every year. Um, we try to get really great music, um, <clears throat> artists to come. Um, last year we had a band called Love and Ledbetter from Jackson come. This year we, we brought the Cracker Jacks in because everybody knows the Cracker Jacks around here. They play, um, music from the 60s to the 80s they have a brass section they're so much Mm -hmm. fun and they are the party band of the south so we're looking forward to them um on saturday we have a gospel group the williams comes that morning and joe garcia and the big local band around here they're just filling in all day for us on saturday playing um the biome band will be there at 11 o'clock um we do have um, a bench dedication for Luster Bayless, who was 
a man that grew up in Ruble, mm-hmm. and he left, uh, joined the Army and or Navy, and came back. And in 1959, he just hitchhiked his way right on out to Hollywood mm. and became a costume designer. Okay. And he worked with John Wayne and all in McClintock and True Grit and Rio Bravo and all these different movies. And he worked for Disney and MGM. And then he started his own company called the United American Costume Corporation. And it has been rumored that his company has been doing the costumes for that Yellowstone spinoff, 1883. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh huh. And his daughters run it now. Cool. But he came back to Ruble and he loved he loved Mississippi and he loved Ruble and he came back and he opened up. A, a costume uh, museum in downtown Ruble before he died, and it, it was open for a long time. And it had costumes with John Wayne and all these great people that he worked with, and in movies that they had worn with him. And people would come and go through. And we wanted to to do something in in memory of him because he passed away last year. So uh, we're dedicating a bench to him. Oh, thank okay, you to buy back. a raffle ticket while you're here. It's for $10,000, and the raffle ticket is $100. So y'all can all pull your money together, and you split one, and you can split your 10000 when you win it. I ain't but, splitting uh, nothing. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> I ain't splitting nothing. We've, just, we've got about a minute left. I'm going to help you wrap this up, Kimberly, but mm-hmm. this is the Great Ruville Roast happening Friday, September the 29th, 6 p.m. through Saturday the 30th at 6 p.m. It is a fundraiser for the Ruville Chamber of Commerce. There will be fireworks there, and I am going to make my second home in Ruleville right away. Kimberly, tell us where everybody can get more information right fast. That's right. You can call. If you need to call, you can call myself at 662-588-3292. I'm with the um, Ruble Chamber of Commerce. And let's not forget, we have our rotary pancake breakfast. It starts at 630 on Saturday morning. And we will have the deep fried bacon again this year. So don't forget Whoa. to come by and eat some pancakes with us. <laughs> Whoa. We will. We will. Kimberly, thank you so much for joining us. We have had a time talking to you about all the good food. Mm. Mm-hmm. at the Great Ruleville Roast and around the Great Ruleville Roast, which is why I'm looking up real tea right now. And the chicken wing, con- chicken wing contest. And the chicken That's wing contest, right. right. <laughs> Thank you Y'all again. Y'all come on and join us and we'll give you a great tour around. We, we will, we will. Kimberly Eastland, thank you again for joining us. And we've come to the end of another great trip. We want to thank you for riding Shotgun and today's guest, Dr. Tommy the Third, Eli Levin, Kimberly Eastland. If you like to submit an event or find out more information about these and what's happening around your neck of the woods, you can visit mpbonline.org and click the community tab to view Mississippi events or email events at mpbonline.org. Next Stop Mississippi is a production of MPB Think Radio. For Java Chapman and Kamel King, I'm Jermaine Flood, producer. And then join us next Friday when we get on the road at the Rise Hot Air Balloon Festival at 10 a.m. here on Next Stop Mississippi. Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.